Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, episode 43 of our Mummy's Mask Adventure Path playthrough. Yeah. Ready for a fight? Uh, yep. Everybody yes. ready for a fight? Yeah. Uh, and they were kung fu fighting. Really oh, just Sudi doing that stuff? Sorry. Welcome to the musical episode. I'm out. See y'all later. Onuris only has speaking roles. He speaks over like rapping. So, so he's the guy. Like, so, like in the musicals, they have the songs that like that people are singing, and then there's just like little bits of dialogue. You're just the dialogue yeah. portions yeah. of the song. You don't want me to sing, trust me. Or it kind of reminds me of the band Cake because really all he's oh, doing yeah. is he's just talking. It's like spoken word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're Cake. <laughs> Or the lead singer of Cake, I guess. It's going the I distance. Want a girl with He's a going, going for seed. And a long jacket. jacket. <laughs> Those are like the only two Cake songs I know, I think. I think it's the only two songs they made. Uh, yes, when last we had left our heroes, you had all teamed up with, well, continued your alliance with the Church of Phrasma had made your way out into the city to go and help the people of Wati as they're trying to... You're actually doing quite well, I believe. You're down pretty far on your panic rating. I think Rachel tracks that. Mm-hmm. We're at an 11. An 11. So, yeah, you guys started at a 20. Yeah. So, so we're almost you're halfway pretty there. good. Almost halfway. You had had to stop a riot in front of the... Embalmer's um, Guild. Yes, the Hall of Blessed Rebirth. And we and met... my papa. Yes, yeah. and in the process, I uh, had had to... One, save your father from a mob, and two, save the mob from potentially your father. You had a bomb. You had a what bomb. the heck? <laughs> now we bombs, have a bomb, they've got right? bombs. You have, no. you have a single fuse, fuse grenade. Did yeah. we? Yeah, we picked that up. Yeah, as we took it from him. It's not an alchemist bomb. It's an alchemical bomb. It's it's a literal fuse grenade. Yeah, like literally you can make these and we sell them. We should get rid of that. Who's carrying the bomb? <laughs> we should know. get rid of that by lighting it and throwing it at the next swarm we fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> save, it, save it for the swarms who's, for sure. Who's carrying the bomb? I think, uh, I think Sagira I took think it. I think I took it. Yeah, so. I think I, I, I have a bomb. You have a bomb. Cool. I don't, I don't know yeah. if the uh, emotionally repressed one should have the bomb. <laughs> I will use it on a swarm. We'll be fine. <laughs> so finishing at the Hall of Blessed Rebirth, you had decided to make your way following some rumors that on Eurus, I believe, had picked up from the marketplace that there were a number of street thugs that effectively have started a protection racket yep. uh, overcharging the people down in the Merchantile District. You had then decided that you would step in and intervene. However, before you had managed to find said thugs, you had seen a woman running away from a trio of zombies. The zombies were fortunately overtaken by a pair of horrific monstrosities mm-hmm. uh, who had burst forth. Allow me to redescribe these things. They are cute. This stout hunched predator has a ruff of dirty feathers and a crocodilian skull for a head. So cute. Burst forth, tore through the zombies, accidentally just bowled bodily into the woman, slamming her, crushing her against the wall as she slumped into unconsciousness. As they begin to devour the assorted corpses splayed out before them. Yeah, I think we'll just jump right into it and go ahead and roll for initiative for the party as That's you decide right. what you're going to do from here. They're like stupidly cute. Like I love them and I want to cuddle them real big. We said this before the recording <laughs> started, bit. but they they look like demon or devil or whatever from Death Note. They've got like the really pale faces and like the fruff mane around them. I so. mean, maybe a little bit. If they were more humanoid and less crocodile. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they're like dog crocodile things, but it just reminds me. It's like me. a dog-shaped porcupine with a crocodile head. They're yeah. the kind of animal that if I was playing like a follower for Asma that got to have a really cool animal companion that isn't really an animal... That's what I would want. So, or you just play a summoner and pick Psychopomp as its template and make it look there like that. There you go. That's yeah. it. That's true. You could do a lot of fun That's with a that. much easier thing. I couldn't think of a better choice. That's a better choice. <laughs> Sagira. Sagira gets a 17. She's ready. Isra. Isra. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot she was with us. She rolls in that one and gets a five or a six. You look back and it's like, it's time to fight. And you look over there and she's just laying on the ground with one leg up in the air, licking her inner thigh. Uh, yep. <laughs> Stop it, Isra. Oh, you're here. You're here. We fought. <laughs> That's I right. Can... You're super buff now. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Sudi. Sudi's got a 13. 13. Citra. Citra's only got a 10. Mm, a little bit caught off guard by these. On yours. On yours, rolled a perfect 20 and gets a 21 on his initiative. <laughs> on well, at least somebody ready. was ready. I was about to go. It's like, man, on yours. Oh. He was a Boy Scout. <sighs> Or whatever the equivalent was. Be prepared. Forest Scout. And her. 11. Bird Scouts. <laughs> all right. There is no surprise attack round, as all of you are aware of everything else. Round one of combat begins on yours. You have first initiative. 
These things have probably been gated in because summon spells only last a few rounds, right? You may roll me an Ultracon. I don't have that. You may also roll a knowledge of the planes pertaining towards what you know about uh, Yeah, I don't have that either. We already okay. rolled that, so. Yeah. That's I don't I'm think saying. I gave you combat information for it, though. I think oh. I just told you what they are. I rolled um, real good. I yeah, well, no, yeah, because our knowledge check was Sudi being like, "Oh, these things are friendly. They just kill undead," and you and Segura being like, "No, no, no." Yeah, because I think you and Onuris rolled just enough to know what, what they were yeah. from mm-hmm. checks. You know what? When it gets around to Segura, I'll let Segura ask two questions. Yay! All right. Well, I mean, we have to get. We can't let them eat the lady. That probably are they would like be bad. aware of her right now? Because she did slump to unconsciousness. They currently are just crouched over the trio of bodies that they just, of zombies, they just tore through. So they're um, just eaten? Yeah. Hmm. So could we just lure them away? As you'd step forward, as you'd let out a shout and surprise, one of them had turned to growl and hiss in your direction. And a warning, like, don't interfere. Like a dog that you try to take away their bowl. Mm-hmm. If it's a badly trained dog. Well, I mean, they can eat the zombies. <laughs> We're not yeah. Not. I'm more concerned they're going to eat the lady. Yeah. Okay, Onuris is going to move 30 feet forward. Onuris strides running down the street. And then I'm going to cast Soundburst on the square in between the two of them. That will get both of them and not the lady who slumped over. All right, you call upon the powers of horse. There's a falcon shriek. He's right behind you and about 20 feet up. Um, 30 feet up. They get to make a fortitude save, DC 16. I rolled a 17 and 18. Okay, well, they still take eight points of sonic damage. That was a nice roll. But I rolled max, but they're not stunned. I kind of wanted to stun them. There's a cacophonous thump of noise blasting back the sand and sending the zombie bodies scattering into pieces in every direction. Both the creatures recoil for a second before turning, their neck feathers blazing out to make them appear much larger, kind of like the... I can't remember the name of that dinosaur in Jurassic Park that has the neck frill. The oh, um... Does that freak D. out thing? Anyway. Uh, is that Delos? Dino... Dinosaurus. Dinosaurus. Uh, <laughs> from Onuris, we go to Segura. He appears to have gotten their attention. Onuris would have drawn his sword as we moved. Sagira is surprised that Onuris attacked these, like, creatures that are holy or whatever, but... Uh, they're only holy to Phrasma. Well, also, they're about to eat an innocent woman, so... And uh, all, what, killing them here is just going to banish them back to Phrasma's plane of existence, which I can't remember the name of anyway. The so. Boneyard. There we go. Hi. Uh, Sagira can't get to that. Sagira does have two questions, if you would like oh, to right. ask them. Uh, special defenses... Please, how do we make them dead? Special defenses. <laughs> the Asobok Psychopomps have a variety of special defenses. First off, they have a special ability referred to as Eater of the Dead. Mm-hmm. They enjoy eating undead flesh and are immune to the nauseated and sickened conditions. In addition to that, they possess damage reduction, although knowing what overcomes their damage reduction is a separate question. They are immune to death effects, disease, and poison, and are resistant to both cold and electricity. Uh, what's the damage reduction? They possess a damage reduction of two adamantine. Oh, okay. Good luck. Wow. (laughs) Um, At least it's just two. Yeah, Yeah, It's just two. All right. I guess Sagira's just going to charge. You barrel 60 feet ahead, spinning your blade. You can draw your weapon as part of your... Actually, no, you can draw a weapon as part of a move action. uh, So you can punch it. 27. 27 will strike as you charge forward, slamming your fist into the side of this creature. Uh, Eight points of damage. Very well. It rocks back with a thumping hit, bringing us to the Sobok. That first Sobok will charge on yours. Barrels towards on yours, pounces ahead, getting all of its attacks as it launches itself through the air. It bites with the 25. That misses. 25 oh, wait, no, that missed. Misses. That hit. Jesus. Sorry, I was thinking last night. <laughs> Never mind. I was about to say, what is your armor class now? My armor class is a 20. Wrong character. This is what happens when you have multiple games. Biting onto Onuris for three points of damage, it then rakes with both of its claws. A natural one will not hit. A 19. Nope. Very well. So it misses with its second claw. Will a 21 beat your combat maneuver defense? Yes. It would bite onto you before latching, locking its jaws in place and clamping down on you as you are now grappled. Uh Uh-oh. The second one will just go ahead and full out attack Sagira because she's already presented herself. Hello. What do you say hello in? Osirian? Yep. It attacks. <laughs> That's all I know. Not that fair. sounds I know, like an insult. I know Terran, but I don't think it knows Terran. 
Very well, since you charged, keep in mind your armor class is two lower. The first one is a 13. Nope. The other two are 16. Nope. And 24. Well, yeah, that hits regardless. My AC is a 19, but minus two, it's a seven. Uh, it does rake you with a claw for six points of damage as it slices into you, but fortunately you manage to stay down, just kind of pushing up with your hands against the lower portion of its jaw to keep it from snapping on you. I imagine you start to turn to shout back, watch out for its... Oh, wait, oh, and yours is already grappled. Uh. <laughs> That's a bit too late. From there, we go to the woman. She bleeds. From there, we go to Sudi. You didn't say she was hurt. Uh, you just said she got knocked out. She is down on the ground, tried to struggle, and then collapsed. Yeah, she's, so she's unconscious. Down means like, she's in negatives. She's not at zero. She's not staggered. She is unconscious and dying. Oh, um, well, crap. I didn't. I totally misunderstood what you said. Well, I guess she's dying. Sudi. Uh, okay, Sudi is going, because he's got the faster movement speed. I'm going to double move to get up uh, between, like, try to kind of somewhat interpose myself between the uh, woman and the uh, Sobek psychopomp. It would take you 60 feet of movement. So you're going to double move? Yep, I'm just going to double move. Although to... you know that that thing's not going to attack her because it's attacking me, right? Yeah, but also my idea is to split our forces so that, because Sagira can get, uh, or Citra can get up there to get some sneak attack. So Sudu bolts forward, tearing across the sandstone street, pushing off of the wall of the haberdashers uh, at the corner before sliding next to the woman. You would glance down, noticing that, yeah, she is unconscious and in pretty rough shape. Okay. From there, we go to Unhurt. He is going to fly by the attack, the one that is grappling on yours. Very well. So he will duck down, move 10, 20 feet ahead, diving down. 25 feet. 24 to hit it. A 24 will strike the Asobic. He does three points of damage, so one. Very well. Biting into it, he's used up 30 feet of his movement. He's got a 90 foot fly speed and that wing over, so so I guess I'll just fly up. Very well. From Unhurt, we go to Citra. Uh, Citra is going to move forward the 30 feet. Very well. You rush ahead towards the creature. Yeah, it should put me right in front of it. You have yep. two up in fighting, right? Yes. You yes. can draw both of your weapons as part of that move action. Yeah, I shall do that, and then I will attack. All right. I can't get in the flank just yet. So you rush to the four, drawing out both of your weapons, spinning your blades. <laughs> um, <laughs> be a 27, which is a threat. 27 will hit. Threat. Roll to confirm. Ugh, 12 will probably not confirm. A 12 will, sadly, not even against your grappled foe, confirm. I do six points of damage. Six points of damage. Still striking the creature. Your blade rebounds somewhat due to its uh, magical nature. From Citra, we cut over to Isra. Isra's just going to run. She has 50 feet of movement, so it's easy for her to get there. Very well. She has uh, some sprint. She can run real (laughs) fast, but it's not Straight line, right, for sprint? She takes a single run action to get back to the temple. Yeah, she could do that, but instead she's going to run forward and she's just going to attack with her bite. All right. She launches to the four. Uh, she gets a 20. A 20 will hit with the new improved Isra as she launches yeah, into the air. Yeah, yeah. Buff kitty. Isra 2.0. She rolls minimum damage for five, though. <laughs> Damn. That, that's much better minimum damage than you previously had. It's, so She rolls a d6. She has more strength. Good stuff for her all around. As the cat barrels into the side of this thing, roaring and beginning to slash, bringing us from Isra back to the top of the initiative on Eurus. I swing at this thing. Very well. You can continue to attack it. 20. 20 will strike your target. I do six points of damage. Nicking into the side of the thing, drawing more blood. It smells vaguely of funerary incense. Sagira. I'm going to draw my sword and my kukri. And then I'll step around. I'll like sidestep so that I can be flanking with Sudi. And then I'll hit it one time. All right. 19. No, we're flanking. So that's a 21. A 21 will strike your target. Not undead, is it? <laughs> it is not undead. It can take nine points of damage. Cutting viciously into the side of this thing. The blade sprays out blood everywhere. It feels oddly light in your hand. You're still adjusting to the new weight. Seems to be working out, though. Mm-hmm. That brings us to the Asobuk. That one has Onyris grappled. It will go ahead and... Uh, it's got a lot of people on it right there. It really can't take this AC hit. It's going to release the grapple as a free action. Hey... It's a target-rich environment, though. Onuris actually did the most damage to it, though, so it's going to release him before launching forward, 
tearing into the priest bite. It hit relatively well. I think it's going to turn on power attack. A natural one will not strike its target, however, as uh-huh. it slips in your blood. <laughs> it follows that up with 23. Yep. People do bleed more than undead things. And a second claw with a 20 even. 20 will hit. The first hits you for 8. The second claw comes around and hits you for 9. Uh, the other one actually had a lot of trouble hitting Sagira. Sudi's behind him now. He's flanked. He's going to start with a bite against Sagira and see where things go from there. So it chomps at Sagira. Okay. Getting a 10. No. <laughs> it's then going to go ahead and turn its claws back to Sudi to just try to get rid of this additional threat since uh-huh. apparently it can't hit the armored woman. <laughs> I roll double 18s. Rut row, Raggy. Show him your holy symbol. We're looking at 22 and 22. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to hit. It's going to hurt. Apparently he didn't notice my holy symbol around my neck. I don't think these things are that intelligent, are they? I don't know. Kwasin was pretty intelligent. I mean, she speaks and everything. Yeah, but Kwasin's a little different. Uh, you take a grand total of six points of damage from each 12 points of damage Ow. in total. That hurts. Uh, it then slides out of the flank, stepping to the side, positioning itself next to the wall and the woman. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Growling its intimidation and shaking its feather bow at you. Oh, I like uh, it. <laughs> from there, Sassy. we go to Sudi. Hmm. Well, that was un- that was unpleasant. Um, sure. All right. So Blood pours from the wrens in the front of your... I think you wear... Well, they were white. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, my, uh, <laughs> my white robes are... Well, they're not really robes, but like my white... Monk clothing it's not a gi but uh, it's like you know probably something similar to a gi robes robes <laughs> so you're gonna have like, a gi in ancient Osirian. yeah I, I don't know what the equivalent would be but like basically he's probably just got like a, a tunic. tunic yeah Sagira so yells to show, show show him your holy symbol right for Asma uh, uh, yeah no, nah, so this thing is actually attacking living creatures. Uh, so it would, it's a threat at this point. If, you pres- if you're just like, eh, pointing at your holy symbol, and you know, it looks towards you before dressing you, do you do any of you speak celestial? Oh, seriously? No. <laughs> Turning and glaring up before stating, do not interfere. I don't know what that said, so. Eh. <laughs> On yours can be like, we're just trying to keep you from killing like living people and stuff. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't speak celestial, so I can't uh, tell it. I'll put that on my to-do list uh, for some point down in the future. In the meantime, I'm going to fall out attack it. All right. Oh, that answers the question, Joe. Is it very smart? It can yes, talk. Yes, it so speaks. Yes. So, so, yeah, I don't know what the minimum intelligence score is to actually be able to speak, but um, it's got that. Three? Okay. I mean, well. three, you can say, like, one word or something okay, like that. So it's a whole sentence. It's probably at least a five. I mean, I think Utyugs are, like, around a five or so. Yeah, so. It's uh, what? At least <laughs> anyway, uh, so full-out attacking with my fists. Right. Uh, so that is going to be a 25 on the first Your hit. fist solidly connects into the bridge of its Ooh. nose. For nine points of damage. Wow, that's... Where was this, Sudi? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Apparently, I'm only good at uh, killing my, uh, my own people here. You slam your fist <laughs> in. You bring your fist back. Perfect 20. Perfect 20 will hit. <laughs> threat roll to confirm. A natural one is not going to confirm. Natural one will not confirm. There's the guilt. Yeah, right. I was like, there, there's the suity luck coming I'll, in. I'll hit you. I won't Also, crit. me rolling minimum damage on this next hit for four points of damage. Oh, there's the suity. That's the suity that we know. Um, so I, looking down at the woman, seeing that she's looking pretty rough shape, I kind of need to She failed to stabilize again. Yeah, we need to get rid of uh, these guys quickly, so I'm going to use one point on my key pool to uh, give myself an extra attack at my highest BAB. Yeah, getting fancy. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, 18. An 18 will strike the psychopath. Hey! You punch, you Keep punch, like. uh, you that's punch. another nine points of damage. Cracking into the side of this thing as it collapses to the ground. It would begin to steadily disintegrate into dust and mist floating up into the air as it returns back to its home plane. Sudi kind of like bows to it a little bit. I'm so sorry. I was really hoping to have a feather. It flipped you the bird as it died. No. <laughs> <laughs> Better than that, it just doesn't Arnie. Just like it just thumbs up and disintegrates. Anyway, from Sudi. Unhurt. Uh, he's gonna fly by attack the 
Banks over, dives down, flies five feet forward, drops ten feet down. Yeah, bites it, and then keeps flying forward. He gets a perfect 20. A perfect 20 will automatically hit. Threat, roll to confirm. 21. 21 will confirm your critical hit. Unhurt does seven points of damage. Wow. Viciously clawing into the thing. (laughs) Or biting into the thing with his vicious little bird beak. I just moved it him. It snaps up at, up at him as he goes flying past. Fifteen. Nope. Will not strike its target. Yeah, he just kind of continues his straight little swoopy. So a thirty can ascend up. That's a technical term, swoopy. I guess, if you, I guess since he is perfectly in the middle of two squares, please choose a square. Jessica <laughs> <laughs> couldn't reach. I can't reach. We need one of those little things they use in the movies when they've like, <laughs> like, got the generals on the board. We need like one well, of those little things. I used my pen for that. Yeah. Very well. Uh, so yeah, that would take 60, 70 feet of movement to get to there, assuming cool. that he flies up to a height of 25 feet. Cool. So swoops in, bites, banks hard, and flies up, ascending out of range as the thing snaps up at him like a crocodile jumping out of the water. Munch, munch. Maybe catches like one tail feather on the way past. Citra. Uh, it then adds the feather to its bow. Citra is hey, going hey. to move 10 feet into the flank. Very well. Are you going to attempt to acrobatics? Yes. Very well. So you go flipping Ooh. past as it's distracted. <laughs> I only got a 14, though. 14 will not succeed. Yeah. With its combat reflexes, it uh, snaps back out at you in lightning speed. Oh, mom, mom. That is looking at a 19. Oh, on the nose. He's not a haunt, is he? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Because then I'd get a 20. How did you know his name is a haunt? Ripping into your leg for seven points of damage. Uh, and then I will attack with Makukri. Flip by, you spin your blade, you stab out at the flanked foe. <laughs> 27. <laughs> a 27 will hit, I assume, threat. That's the yep. giggle. Uh-huh, that's the threat giggle. The Roll threat to giggle. confirm. I only got a 16, though. A 16 will confirm oh, your critical yay. hit. Oh, critical They're sneak attack. They're not wearing armor, just feathers. That's <laughs> true. The feathers, right. they do nothing. <laughs> Different style. Style, not substance. That's not my fault. Look how swanky they look, though. They're so swanks. Sagira really wants one of these feathers. Oh, and I get my sneaky tick. Well, they dissolve when they I know. Die. Oh, I'm so sad. Be good with my necklace. Oh my god. Rachel rolls individually every die. No, she rolled like three sixes. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's oh, well, that guy's Welcome that to guy's Rachel's life. I do uh, 30 points of damage. Wow. They die. That would have almost killed it from full health. Ah. <laughs> it chomps onto your leg as you just bury your kukri into the side of its neck. Blood sprays everywhere from the impact as it kind of slumps. Can Looks you? up at you and in Celestial goes... I don't speak celestial, but Citra already feels bad about that kind of stuff. Yours kind of winces. I think you should have said bad puppy and then stabbed it. All right, (laughs) that's not really a Citra thing. On yours, you will get a turn before the woman bleeds anymore. Yes, I'm going to run forward so I can catch everybody that's been bit in my channel and channel. Okay. All right. Well. And then the zombies get back up. Everybody gets 13 back. Okay, I'm in um, and then Onuris will move forward to check on the woman. The woman gasps back to consciousness, sputters, and uh, cries. You can make a diplomacy check to console her. She's almost hysterical after being yes. chased by zombies for two blocks and then uh, just run over Onuris by a giant monstrosity. 26. <laughs> I thought that was going to be more difficult than it was, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we saw zombies. This was yeah. not a perfectly safe C- Citra AIDS. <laughs> Yes, unfortunately, while they are guarding the city of the dead, it doesn't really help with like people that just happened to have drowned in the river and they couldn't recover their bodies. Yep, yep, yep. Fair. Uh, Citra, so Citra and on yours, sit down with the woman, kind of console her. Yep. She gives you her name. She tells you that she works in the local tannery that they closed early for the day because of the the panic and the riots and such, and she was just trying to make her way home when these zombies came out of nowhere and assaulted her, and then these monsters came out of nowhere and assaulted her. Where's your home? It's it's a few it's a few blocks back the way that I came. I was I was almost to my door whenever they came around the corner. All right, we'll escort you. My my, my son's there, please, quickly. Mm. All right, we go. You can of course quickly escort her back to her own home. Uh, mm-hmm. Her son is there. You know he screams "mommy" and launches himself out. There's a very touching reunion moment, 
as all of you consider your own complicated situations with your families. I wish Except I for Citra, who comes from a loving home. There's only one. <laughs> and, and my brother, who's still out there. Well, yeah, but I mean, still a loving home. Yeah, you have a oh, great I had a totally loving home. Parents. My parents were great. <laughs> I love my dad. <laughs> you love my dad. I guess we're going to keep searching for this these jerks. This thug. The protection yeah. racket guys, yeah. <clears throat> Are you rolling on a random encounter chart? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. I'm keeping my weapon out there, because there's weird things happening in this neighborhood. I don't like this. Too bad. It happens. Who knows what happens behind the screen? It's a mystery. No, it's not. Don't look behind. Well, don't stop look at looking the man behind, behind the screen. The screen. Yes. What's don't that? Look at the man it the magic. I always love it when we get to save the day. It is nice. And it's simple. We don't have to question whether or not she deserved to live. She was just a nice person. Yeah. My bigger question is, why are these Sobek psychopomps running loose in the city they, they should were be probably more tightly controlled patro- well they were probably sent to patrol and they just kill whatever and they track down the undead and yes but that is too dangerous Shep should have known better well he's an ends justify the means kind of a guy mm. who cares if a couple of commoners get killed it's something to possibly bring up with him although he won't like that discussion I don't understand you at all it's okay to outright murder people when they're in your way, but it's not okay for Shepas to have something patrolling the city for everyone's safety. That could murder innocents? Yeah, that's a big problem. I... I'm not claiming to be a savior or a good person or, like, help and protect people. Like, that's not what I've ever claimed to be, but that's what he claims to be. That's not really what he's ever claimed no, to be. No, that's either. definitely not what he's no. ever claimed to be. He's well, just claimed to be the Iron Fist of Phrasma, smashing the undead just menace. just pointing out he's not a good person. And neither are these guards who are pretending that they have to charge people to protect them, even though they get a salary. Phrasma doesn't require that you be a good person. Okay. Only well, that you uh, are faithful. Guards. The guards are supposed to be good, I would imagine. No, it's not guards. It was just some people in the town that were doing the protection. Oh, sorry. Rick said it's a, gu- town yeah. guards. Sorry. Did no. I? No, I, they're local street thugs that have formed into their own citizens' militia and are now charging an extortion racket. Yeah, that's what I assume they were. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> Moving on. But yeah, no, I don't summon monstrosities to run around the city. Well, that's a bad idea. They are, you know, helpful when it comes to going against the undead, but you have to... Have Somebody needs with to. Them, yes, maybe? they need to be watched to make sure that, again, people like this woman and her son do not get into crossfire. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm not agreeing with what Shepis did at all. I just don't understand why one person's life is capable of being murdered when they surrender, but another person is. Who innocent. did I murder that surrendered? You wanted to kill all of the every single one of those silver chains that we've run into. You don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to take them to the guard because it's a waste of time. That's different than wanting to kill them. That's if they die because we're fighting, they die. But I have no desire to go turn them over to the guard because A, the law in this city is corrupt some of the time, and B, there's more important stuff. Yes, but they're not all corrupt. True. Just the ones that are going to kill that guy for killing my mom, even though he didn't. Even though they don't even care what was true or not. Well, then why don't we try to help him? <laughs> I told the guard what actually happened, and the guard was like, don't care. Yes, but did you have any evidence? Actually, his response was uh, he confessed. Yeah, he confessed. They, they tortured him until he confessed, so. But if we had physical evidence to the contrary. I don't know. I think the problem was we didn't have any evidence. We had nothing that would actually corroborate your so story. So it's torture people till they confess? No. Oh, no. It's definitely not right. <laughs> but there was nothing in that situation that we, our party, could do to fix that situation. Well, yeah, that's not what I'm it's saying. It's unfortunate. I'm just pointing out that the law's not always right. No, it's and not. And that people are corrupt. And so maybe I just want to focus on saving, like, normal people. And if gang members get in the way and they die, they die. Yes, but the two of you are gang members. Yep, and if I had died, that would have been something that had deserved to happen to me. We knew the risks. It wasn't ever hidden from us that the punishments for what we did would be severe. Mm, I doubt that. I suppose we No, that's good roleplay. Yeah, I was going to say, I suppose we carry on. (laughs) I'm not going to interrupt you guys for (laughs) roleplay. Yeah. But yeah, we should find these thugs. Any of those of you wish may make a diplomacy check to start asking some questions around in the area looking for these people. I can do that a lot quicker than everybody else can because of that Next. trait. Yeah, Except for I possibly have, Citra. Got a 23. I get a 27 and I can do it in 1d6 times 10 minutes. Alright. So, and you guys are doing separate rolls? Yeah. So what did Citra get? 26. So it takes, on yours, 40 minutes, Citra 30 minutes to search around asking a couple of questions. I imagine all of you just kind of reconvene once you're done. Both of you would succeed and learn that a group of eight thugs 
stopped by what at one of the local butcher shops. Didn't demand money there, actually just demanded meats. Feed us and keep us going because we're keeping all of you safe. The description that the two of you would receive of these people, you ask the basic questions of, okay, well, how many were there? Okay, there are eight. Okay, they're all men. Okay, were they wearing any armor? No. Were they carrying weapons? Well, they had daggers, a couple clubs and cudgels and such, but didn't really seem to be ready or really prepped for a battle. But still eight people coming into your shop with weapons. Mm -hmm. In the people's estimation, it's easier to give them 10 pounds of meat than fight them. One of them mentioned that they saw them heading down in the direction off of the main thoroughfare, that the only shop that they know that's down there is a place called the Sun Ripened Teas. It's a tea shop down near the docks. Okay. Ooh, that tea shop. It wouldn't be difficult for you to find the individuals, mostly because you get about halfway down this block before you would see a sign, uh, hand-painted, declaring the building within to be the Sun Ripened Teas. The front door of this structure has been kicked in. Oh, boy. Four men stand outside in the process of roughing up another man who lies in the streets. You're going to guess the shop's proprietor. And from inside, you can hear the sound of breaking glass. Probably the repercussions of individuals that don't respond to. Citra immediately calls out, hey, stop that. The men pause, literally in kind of mid-kick, turning and glancing back. One of them, the biggest and burliest of them, with a hard broken nose that still somewhat splays off to the left, steps forward. Who are you? The person stopping you from beating that man into the ground. We're with the Church of Phrasma. The Church of Phrasma doesn't care about us here. Then why are we here? No, no, this is our territory. We're keeping these people safe. You are not. You're beating him. That's not yeah, keeping that's, him safe. That's the opposite of safe. So. We need money to buy supplies, and this man isn't willing to do his part. He, he doesn't not, have to pay you. He's not obligated to give you anything. You're just a bunch of street thugs taking advantage of the situation. We're protecting this place. No, you're not. You're beating people up and taking their money. That's not protecting anything. Where that's were you when that lady just got trampled by some crazy monsters? Nowhere. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Exactly, because you're too busy beating people up instead of helping those who actually need it. We're keeping this place safe. He thumbs his hand up towards a necklace of severed human ears that that's he wears disgusting. around his neck. Oh, that is so gross. One for each of the creatures that I've taken. We killed some zombies. We've killed a mummy. This isn't a bragging contest. <laughs> also, those could be from humans. We don't know where you got those ears. Those non-zombie ears, maybe. We don't know. Well, they were human. What's the plot? For most of you, that would probably just... Again, that is disrespect of disrespect yeah, of a dead person. Dead. What supplies specifically are you looking for? From we need gold to buy armor, weapons and such, so that we can protect these people better. They're thinking that they can just hide in here, but the city guard doesn't care about us. The temple doesn't care about us. We're down here and we have to take care of ourselves. And if they're not willing, then they're working with the nobles up on the hill, looking down at us from a side of their walls where they have their own personal guard. Well, look, I hate nobles as much as the next person, but like, this is so not the way. And the nobles guards have been dispatched throughout the city. (laughs) That's what they tell you. That's what we've seen. Have we seen any nobles? Uh, I was going to say, have we seen that? Yeah. You've seen the nobles guards were the ones protecting, um, or that had dealt with all the zombies and undead uprising inside of the Hall of Blessed Rebirth. Yeah, but and that's still not poor people. <laughs> the noble fan, there was noble guards outside the Temple of Bast. Mm. <laughs> well, that's because it's across the street from the Hall of Blessed Rebirth. But they've definitely been dispatched to protect and patrol the city along with the city guard. But regardless, the way you're doing it is wrong. Also, if you were well equipped in the first place, maybe this would be your job, but you're not, so it isn't. Well, someone's got to take care of these people, and we will. Well, but how here. is beating him up yeah. taking care of him? The guy's just kind of crawling his way across the floor to try to get away from these people. If they're not with us, they're against That's us. That's not true either. The city needs to come together in this time, not be divided into gangs. You're no better than the undead. Citra tries to step forward and help the man. Yeah, you can pull him up to his feet. Okay. He thanks you, still Badly bloody. is he injured. You would say that he's beaten half to unconsciousness. Really, the, the thing was someone seemed to have probably caught him in the face with one of their kicks and knocked out one of his teeth. Mm. Um, so other than the blood that he's spitting up. It's 12 hit points back from a cure light wounds. Very well. He nods his thanks, an older man with a thick white beard. And his head protection has been knocked away entirely at this point, so revealing just his bald head. Citra reaches into her um, purse and pulls out 10 gold. I will give give you... Absolutely not. 
Well, I don't want this to keep going on. That's, they have a choice to make. The choice is they stop doing this or we make them stop doing this. We are not paying them because all they want is money. That's what thugs do. That's what gangs do. And if you pay them, they'll just want more payment. Fine. Citra drops it back in her purse. You can't keep doing this, though, and we're not going to keep wasting our time stopping you. So if you continue this, we're going to turn you over. Very well. So here's what we're going to need. I'm going to need either an intimidate or a diplomacy check. The thing is, currently, I think it feels like Onuris is attempting to intimidate. I'm intimidating. And Sagira is attempting to intimidate. Intimidate. You can make both checks, but in both cases, you'll receive a minus four. Because I you're mean, sending Onuris a message of, have... I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to kill you. So. Onuris just wants to arrest him and take him to the guard. There's no, like give them a chance because we'll just leave them and they'll just start doing it again immediately anyway. Yeah. We agree. On yours and Segura agree <laughs> well, you on let something? the other guy go. Yeah. <laughs> he was helpful. These guys aren't helpful. He surrendered and was against the cult and flat out told us, yeah, we're gonna, I, I want out. So we let him get out. These guys are thugs that think they're protecting people by beating up and stealing from innocent people. They're not gonna stop and just disperse. I mean, I'm okay. Onuris was just going to use non-lethal damage and drag him to the guard. I don't have any ranks in Intimidate, so... I don't either, but I can make a check. (laughs) (laughs) My one Intimidate. Okay, so I guess what is currently on the table is either Citra can roll just a Diplomacy check and see if she can convince, or Citra can roll a Diplomacy check and Onuris and Sagira can roll Intimidate, at which point it will give a minus four penalty to both of your checks, or Sagira and Onuris can Intimidate with no penalty, but Citra can't roll diplomacy. So just decide if you want to go intimidation or diplomacy. I would rather just beat them to unconsciousness and drag them to the city guard. I would rather just bludgeon these people. It's not not really a good way to go about it. Segura like 100% agrees with on your ass. This is the weirdest situation. She's like, I could just beat the crap out of these This is not the way to deal with this problem. These people are desperate, and did they make a stupid decision? Yes, but... Uh, I'm going to sense motive this, guy. Is he desperate? I get a real, real high check. I get a 28. You get a 22. With, with a 28 and a 22, he 100% believes everything that he's saying. He believes that the city guard don't give anything for them. He believes that the temple don't give anything for him. He believes that the nobles are holding themselves up with all their own protection, don't give anything for him, and that the only way that his that he can protect this area is by taking the gold and that anyone that sides against him is siding with the nobles and the rich fat cats up on the hill and yeah, doesn't so care anything gonna, for the common people. He's not going to stop. <laughs> I agree with half of his points, but this is not the right way to do it. Use your own resources. I agree with half of your points. What you should be doing is breaking into the dead city and stealing stuff and then selling it off to get gear. (laughs) Dead people don't need stuff. Living people need their stuff. Also, hitting them and stealing their stuff is bad, I've heard. That's what I've been told. Yes. I don't always believe that, but I believe it in this case. Oh, my God. (laughs) What strange bedfellows you found on yours. (laughs) We agree. We should just hit these guys until they're on the ground. I get a 28 diplomacy as I desperately try to talk these... Stupid idiots down. So I guess now is the question of. I mean, we've been intimidating them. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I can't take back the thing I just said. Like, yeah. And Onuris really wants to arrest these. I really want so to. So you guys are gonna roll your. All right. Yeah. So we're doing it, friend. Oh your twenty-eight drops to a twenty-four. I guess I'm rolling to aid you. All right. Onuris gets a twenty before if you. I aid you. Then I get a twenty-two, which drops down to an eighteen because uh, you take a minus four since you guys are giving this conflicting message. message. Yeah. <laughs> conflicting here. These people need to be arrested. They hit right They're in the face. beating people in the streets. They They're need stealing to be arrested. People's money. Aren't you good? They're yes. stealing people's they money. They're beating people and stealing their money. They need to be arrested. I agree. <laughs> you are not changing their opinion. I don't care about their opinion. We don't have time for their opinion. Oh my god, this is yet this is how we unify the city. Yes, by, by getting removing. the people causing other people harm off of the streets. Isn't that how yeah, society They're going works? to go back out on the street. They're still part of the city. I mean, they're going to go to yes, jail well, first. And then they won't have a hand, so it'll be harder for them to beat other people to death. Yes, it will also increase their animosity toward the people that are... Oh, my They could gosh. get a hook. <sighs> Sudi, please tell me you don't agree with this. The lawful neutral monk. quiet over there, Sudi. <laughs> Sudi's just been waiting for this all to play out. <laughs> He's cool. Sudi's like, I'm a non-confrontational monk. <laughs> no, no. No, they, they're breaking the law. These are extraordinary circumstances, though. The best thing to do for them right now would be to take them to the guard, see the guard put them to work, defending the city. We need every able-bodied person capable of 
combat to be fighting the undead right now. What? Not intimidating individual people and shaking them down for money. And One second. Your I would best like to friends clap. is somebody who intimidates people. For Jordan portraying a high wisdom character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I have a I, wisdom I, for the mouth of things. That's what I've been doing things. this entire time. It's coming up with that. There you go. I have a 14 wisdom, but I don't have I'm not I mean, a high wisdom. I has a really high wisdom. He just has no tolerance for this beating the crap out of innocent folk and stealing their crap. Yeah, I agree. I'm on board. Yeah. I agree with on yours. It's so weird. It sounds like Sudi's uh, wanting to diplomatize. Yes. You may attempt to aid another with Citra if you so wish. I <laughs> do not aid nothing, even though I think I made a good argument and probably should get a bonus. You know, I will give you a plus two. I aid! Very there you well. go. I will give you a plus two bonus for that. <laughs> Yay. So I aid Citra's argument. We're uh, from 28 up to 30 down to 26. Because of the mixed message. Yep. As long as they end up at the guard, maybe that's fine. You press you them. You don't even like the guard. No, I don't like these guys either. Sudi mixed and Citra. messages. <laughs> yes. Chaotic neutral, dude. You should go and help the guard, except for the guard are all corrupt. Did you believe that too? <laughs> you should just work for Septi. She seems on the level. Just her, though. I mean, she didn't heal me for free or anything. Well, but... that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> all of you try making your points, uh, <laughs> talking at these people. I'm sure they're just like, wow, these guys are not a unified front. Neither. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. In the end, the man kind of holds up his hand. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> we annoyed him into submission. <laughs> Listen, fine. We'll go back. If you're here and you're going to take care of these people, you're better armed than we are, obviously. So we'll go back to our homes. And assuming things don't get worse, we'll stay there. But I'm not helping those guardsmen. Okay, what about all the money and stuff you took? Return it. Since motive. They didn't give us any money. That's what about the meat you stole and the other people you've roughed up? We have the meat. We already sold everything else. Get our daggers. He holds up his dagger. He's a dagger. You don't even have daggers? Oh my god. Well, keep in mind that also, uh, like, well, the daggers are two gold, but also everything, like, the prices for everything has gone oops. up. So. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, let's let's be real. A a full combat knife is two gold. The average uh, day laborer gets, what, one silver, one silver a, day, a day. So that's uh, you know 20 what's free? days worth of work. Clubs. Yeah, they, they were using clubs, <laughs> Chair, but then they, they upgraded. chair legs earlier. Yeah, they, they upgraded to daggers because sure you don't use did. clubs to fight zombies. I yep. got a 17 cents motive. Cock my eye at him. Mm. Narrow my eyes, not cock my eyes. <laughs> Actually, go ahead and roll me a sense motive, too, Citra. Yeah, it's good to have two opinions, because mine is always bad. Twelve. Twelve. Oh, boy. All right, I will let Segura decide what she wants to do with this information. Okay. You do believe he's telling the truth, and that they're going to go home. You think for a bit, Sudi and Citra were getting through, until you're just, like, grabbing these people by the shirt, at which point they're just like, we could go and work with the guard. And they're like, oh, God, these people. (laughs) And, uh, no. So they are they are dispersed, but they are not going to be helping the city. <laughs> okay. You can choose to keep that to yourself if you wish. I mean, even if they're not helping the city, at least they're not trying to. They're not they're hurting not gonna the hurt city anybody else anymore. Yeah. On yours, still wants to take them to jail. You want to take everybody to jail? On yours is fucking Judge Dredd over here. Yeah, because they need <laughs> to be punished. Which is funny because I'm the Judge Dredd alignment actually at lawful neutral. Yeah. I would actually argue that Dredd is lawful evil. He's pretty you can't indiscriminately yeah, kill. He does, he does pretty See, much indiscriminately kill. doesn't want to hurt any. It want to hurt people. He just if they He's, break the law, they need to be they need to be held accountable. Yeah, but you know they're you. going to be hurt when they're arrested. Yeah, that's their own fault for beating this He's, guy in the street. They know the law. They he, shouldn't do it. He has a lot of faith in the law, and then so the law will protect people if we follow it. And that's where the good tucks into law for Onyris. Yeah. No, because my thing is, I think the law is too extreme. Yeah, that's where I'm at. So that's why I'm not lawful. Yes, Sudi kind of comes in the idea of yes, these guys are breaking a law. They are committing a crime, but like conscript them because your best friend commits all the crimes, and you never call her out on it. You are a friggin' hypocrite. We don't talk about that. Sudi has had a long life. <laughs> Just remember, you have to stay lawful to maintain your monk status. It's true. Ooh, I can explore the ex-monk rules. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I mean, oh, no. Cool. My powers. My key pool. <laughs> Oh uh, crap, I'm just a really crappy time. brawler. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a crappy brawler. Just, I, just I, retrain. Just be a brawler. Yeah, I was going to say, because then I don't get a, I don't get a knockout punch or a martial punch. Yeah, you don't get any of the cool brawler Literally any of the cool brawler stuff. <laughs> brawler is such a good class. That's Brawler's a, good class. a great class. Anyway. Should have been a brawler. Uh, oh, well. Mm. But the thugs disperse. A couple of them mutter, like, sorry. You can tell that 
in some of these cases, they honestly believed in what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And then it got into the mob mentality of this guy's against us because he's not willing to help us. And we're out here risking our lives for these people. So on. Honestly, you think that they've maybe done some good actually taking on some of these undead. They're just going about it in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. It does reduce the city's panic level by one. What about Woo. killing those two psychopomps? Did that help uh, That hurt? also reduced the city's panic level by oh, one. Oh, good. Then it was the right yeah, thing to do. Exactly. I was wondering about that. So by two then? Yes. Oh, uh, we're in single digits, yeah? Yeah, because yep. while the psychopomps may have actually dealt with more undead, they were spreading panic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because scary. I mean, they're scary, yeah. It's the same as actually if, if you get into a fight and you kill any of these people, you're actually spreading further uh, panic. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um, but if you manage to recruit them to help the city, which then, was a feasible yeah. option. Yeah, we did all muck that well, up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. I was say, you guys mucked that up. I was real mad at that. The party got into weird divides where it's just like the chaotic neutral and the lawful good person align. <laughs> <laughs> the most bizarre alignment Thanks. like team up ever. This is weird. Good cop, bad cop, buddy cop thing. <laughs> yeah. I think that could be a great show. Just Onuris and Sagira out on the beat. Onuris would kill her. Sagira eventually. doesn't remember the Miranda rights, but it's cool. Oh, so you're, says you're, them. Uh, it's uh, like 22 20, gen 20, or 21, 21 jumps. Those were the only two th oh, things I, I was going to make a Mel Gibson. Uh, oh, lethal weapon. Oh, lethal weapon. weapon. Yeah. Too old for this. I'm crazy. <laughs> Those were the only two rumors we had to investigate today, right? Yep. The the shopkeep. Uh, oh yeah, this guy. I remember oh, the name guys. of uh, Balkan mm -hmm. makes his way over. Oh, poor guys. Are you all right? Uh, I'm uh, much better now. Thank you for for stepping in and, and I helping. I pick up his tooth and hand of it to course. him. Oh, thank you. Do you need help cleaning up your shop? Well, I, I imagine you have much much more pressing things to do. But thank you. Cleaning montage. We have a little time. We could help. You can if you so wish. Yes. In fact, yeah. uh, if any of you have the mending spell, by that I mean the one person who can spell cast. Yes. Hi, my name Hand is. Hand me a broom. I can do you sweep. Have it? Yeah. I'm I, just, I do not have it memorized today. I have light detect magic, create water, purify food and drink. Sad. Yeah. So. We'll help him uh, Actually, stuff. you could use your pur purify food and drink once you collect the tea, the tea and put it in yeah. new things yeah, to yeah. remove the dirt from it. So mm -hmm. you can like pray over the teas and help them. So this is less like Harry Potter, like you just waving your wand around and freeing everything and more like a Japanese cleaning montage <laughs> in yeah, an anime. I think we also need to board up these windows because like that's not safe. Yeah. yeah. He can put glass in later when the city's less crazy. Yeah. So any of those of you wish may either just make me an untrained wisdom since that falls into profession or if you have a profession that would be relevant to something like this, like innkeep or uh, painting. Hey, that's you can Ow. paint a sign. You could touch up his uh, faded sign outs. <laughs> I got a nine on my wisdom. On your Go ahead. A 12 on his can I get I, uh, strength to just carry things? I just carry things. Sudi gets a 22 <laughs> because apparently he's uh, he's had to do a lot of wax on, wax off yes. type thing. So. Well, you've, you've also probably had to do like a lot of sweeping out the halls in the temple oh, yeah. and all the rest oh, of yeah. that, the late between your training thing. Yeah. And your being. So uh, Sudi's pretty actually fairly good at cleaning. What on your skit? I, I rolled a nine. I only get a 12. Yeah. To be fair, you're, I don't, you're a rich kid. <laughs> to be fair, you had a maid growing up. So. Well, yeah, you're, you're I only like, got a nine. It's more that I'm just like you're breaking just slovenly. things. Just you're like, you're like 11 from Stranger Things when she doesn't know how to use the broom. Uh, <laughs> I know how to use a broom. Oh my gosh. But it's funnier if you don't. I just put the cat outside to guard. Oh, well, yeah. Just in case there's something amiss. Like on her, yeah. it's probably. It's just sleeping in the sun out there. I got a 26. If it's bad. To 26. touch up stuff in the shop. Okay. So yeah, it would take you guys about an hour to help them straighten things up. It's not perfect, but a couple of the shelves are still a little wobbly. But you at the very least get the tea back in its proper jars and purified so that it's not horrible. Um, he keeps the place pretty clean to begin with, but you know, the man is, is exceptionally thankful. Um, I, I, have, I have something I could... Uh, he kind of goes behind the counter, comes back with a box before offering it over. This, this was given to me some time back. I'm... I'm Merchant passing through. Uh, I will admit that I got a, a an unreasonably good deal on it. Uh, I think it could be possibly a benefit to you here. So please, please take it. I'm gonna open the box. The box contains two bags of tea. Ooh. Hey, two is bags of tea? magical. What tea. magic tea? Oh. Can I appraise the tea? You can. It, appraising would allow you to determine that it is fine, rich tea and is magical, but not its magical properties. It's magic. Onuris gets a 29 on his spellcraft. With a 29, you can identify this as two doses of Seer's tea. Ooh. This rich tea can be made from any number of herbs. When the tea is brewed without a filter and imbibed, the drinker can read the patterns in the leaves remaining at the bottom of their cup. 
gaining the benefits of the augury spell. Cool. What? Additionally, the unbrewed tea can be used as an extra material component when casting the spell augury, removing the need for a focus. In this case, the caster instead reveals information as if they had cast divination. Wow. Ooh, holy cow. Each dose is actually worth 550 gold. Wow. Holy crap. That's really cool. We should keep that. That could be useful. Are yeah. you sure? Yes. Uh, again, I, I not literally, but figuratively got this out of steel. And uh, I, I think this could possibly help you and the Church of Phrasma, of course. Could use it to get some information we don't currently have. And to help others and, mm-hmm. and bring peace. Thank you for your, for your work helping to protect the city. Uh, Phrasma, bless you. And we you? will put this to good work. Good, good. And when this is done, feel free to come by, and I, I would be happy to uh, to supply you with some fine tea uh, once I have my shop back in order. Wonderful. Mm. That sounds wonderful. Yes. Yes. Blessings. Blessings on you. Blessings on all of you. Mm. Back at you. Finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, what is that? What is know, this shape? It just feels right. Like Finger crossbows. That's right. Hand yeah, crossbows. I was like, hand, yeah. hand crossbows. Finger <laughs> crossbows. <laughs> oh, my God. I think it's a Balto, and I think it's kind of funny, so now Segura's going to do that. Segura's like, ah, that Balto guy, yeah. He's got a the finger hand crossbows. I like it. Yeah. So uh, a reminder on that is uh, Augury allows you to get basically a will or woe, or will and woe, about a single choice that you're going to make. Usually this has to be something that is going to take place relatively soon. As, like of course, divination the week, I believe. It sees into the future only about half an hour. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, that's right. This is like the lowest level divination. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but if it. you use it as, if you cast Augury, but use these as a material component, you instead get the benefits of divination spell. Yeah. Uh, the divination spell gives you information pertaining towards anything that will happen the next week. There and is, instead okay. of just saying will or woe, good or bad, or will and woe, it will actually grant you a short phrase that you can interpret from the leaves. Our tea, our tea turns into alphabet soup. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Who wants to carry the tea? It really only helps a spellcaster. Yeah, I was going to say it's really only. <laughs> well, actually, help any of you can, can any of you can brew it and drink it for the augury. But if you want to up it to a divination, it only really helps the spellcaster. Yep. Although I don't think you normally prepare the augury spell. Nope. Yeah, but that could be a very useful. Well, yeah, but see, if we use it, if you can only prepare, you can't prepare divination, but you can prepare augury. We could use it to get a divination. The next yeah. day. For like next week or whatever, you know, depending on. Which could be helpful since we're hunting some people we can't seem to find. Yeah, you might as well just yeah. put it in the med kit just because it's party stuff. And then yeah, okay. we need sense. it. We need it. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to mark that party. Because we're going to, we have a lot of weird things moving in the background that we don't quite know. Yeah. What time of day is it when all this uh, is By done? this point, it's approaching a little past noon. And these lunch. are the only two. Yes. We should get lunch somewhere and we can pick up more rumors. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Is there any... Well, I... I don't I'm even know local. if anything's really open. I mean, the panic level, some shops were reopening, but... Yeah, I don't know if uh, if the, uh, you know, food carts or the cafes are actually open for us to sit and hear the gossip. I'm sure the taverns are open, We though. can go back to the Tooth and Hookah because what? he yeah. had the kitchen and stuff open. What is your current panic level? We are to nine. I just think if we were in this a different part of the city, we would hear different rumors, so we could be yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah that's what I, I mean, thinking. if nothing else, we probably need to get. It might benefit us to go back to uh, the Temple of Phrasma, get with Sebti, and see where are the problem areas, and then we could at least but know where we should go. The know. thing is, is, yeah, they may not know, especially yeah, when you've got fair. these poor districts that don't trust the guard in the temple. Oh uh, yeah, that's you know, another, that's we another. need to help well, we the could people. Go to the, the right. area where all the bugs were. Nobody was helping those guys. Yeah. We could go to Barge Town. Oh, we need to go knock over that statue anyway. Well, if we're having issues with undead well, they rising were, out of the water. The, the gang is helping them seal all that stuff up. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, wait. Uh, didn't, uh, Rick, didn't you say that Barge Town's actually been cut off? They're like kind of drifting off further away from the city than normal? Well, uh, the Barge Town is formed impromptu every night. When the fishing boats yeah. come back in, they'll lash themselves back yeah, together. But they're now they're kind of forming an island to themselves, not yeah. tying themselves yeah. onto the mainland. That's that's probably for the best. Yeah, we don't need to worry about um, Barge Town. Though. I don't imagine that zombies swim very well, but they'll yeah. just walk across the ground. The veins is where you were thinking, where they have all the of the, um, the insect problem to begin with, but yeah. it's it's the slummiest part and of the city. And it's the closest to the walls. A lot walls of people die. It, is right, it right. is right next to the wall. Yeah. 
They've now been evacuated. They've evacuated the area immediately next to the wall. But not but these like, guys. So they've evacuated the parts that actually abut the wall. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Well, there's, yeah. Okay. But there's the areas that don't that we could go. So they're trying to basically kind of create a perimeter around the wall. Yeah. Because they also don't know where all of the uh, holes are, I imagine. Because yeah. the Viper would have told them the ones that... Um, the faded use. The faded use. But yeah, that's not probably necessarily all of them, given that the silver chain probably had a couple... So all of you can wander about the city if you so wish to continue your own patrols. I'm trying to find somewhere to eat slash pick up some rumors. Fortunately, word both word of your own deeds as well as the quick response time of the Church of Phorasma has actually meant that things have kind of settled. There's still small pockets of trouble in the city. You're certain you would hear the occasional stories of the priests having to be called in because of someone got murdered at some point and buried under a tree somewhere and no one knew mm-hmm. about it. Oh, crap, they're back. And as well as down in the docked districts where the skeletal remains of the old dead and occasionally skeletal crocodiles and such crawling out of the water and beginning to munch on people. Yeah, because depending on how like uh, deep the uh, the cop pulse goes, I mean, you could definitely see like, you know, stuff that's in like deep in the mud and stuff just being like, and I'm up. Fortunately, though, the city seems to be returning to some semblance of normal normalcy. Even after noon, a couple of the shops are just like, okay, well, maybe this isn't too bad. I'll tentatively open my doors. Fortunately, prices are actually only marked up by about 10% now. Nice. Okay. So, That's much better. Uh, you're being charged six silver instead of five silver for just to get a kebab somewhere or to just get some bread and soup, of which if all of you want to mark off your six silver pieces for yep. stopping at like a yeah. the one merchant cart that has a line around the corner because he's the only guy that came out today. Get some shawarma. <laughs> He woke up in the morning. He's like, you know what? No one else is going to be out there. going to say gonna make some bank. There's going to be a lot of hungry guardsmen. <laughs> yep. Well, and the uh, uh, militia, for lack of a better term, just the other people who've you yeah. know, grabbed their pitchforks and... Like know, the tea out. and coffee shops are just making bank from all these guys. They're so Oh, the guys are so tired. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the espresso drips are just coming left and right. Or uh, Triple shots. I was going to say, is it Turkish? Turkish drip? coffee. Yeah, Turkish coffee. That's like a thicker drip. Yeah. And spellcasting services in the temples are now up to fourth level. Oh, good. So you can get up to fourth level spells cast in the temples. Cool. If you find yourself in desperate need and need to shell out the huge amount of gold that that would cost. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know, desperate times, desperate measures, and all that. The day passes. You continue your search. All of you go ahead and roll me a diplomacy check for just kind of gathering up rumors information as you explore. So he's not very good at this and gets a seven. I got a 20 for Sagira. I got a 23. Uh, on yours also gets a 23. 23. So, Sue, so you're just kind of doing your patrol thing. You find that actually more people kind of, you know, stop you offering you direction than anyone else in the group just because you're prominently wearing a holy symbol for asthma. Oh, they assume right, that you're yeah. part of the, the church trying to deal with the undead. They're like, I saw this thing over here. Fortunately, most of the threats in the city seem to have been immediately taken care of, or at the very least, no one seems to be giving you guys a great deal of information. The city of the living seems to be in good shape. You have very little knowledge pertaining towards the city of the dead. Mm-hmm. For the rest of you gathering information, asking around, talking to the people here, there seems to be kind of a budding optimism. In fact, you even heard a couple of people go, it's like, well, it's a good thing that they started doing that, that lottery and we've got all these adventurers in the city to take care of this undead problem. <laughs> the ones who didn't flee away. <laughs> the ones that were like, nope, I didn't sign up for this. The good ones. The good ones. <laughs> I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> You would hear stories about like the people who are displaced. The churches are filled to the brim right now with mm-hmm. people who are displaced from the areas around the walls and trying to keep things safe. And some people stating that the the reaction from the, the Voice of the Spires is somewhat extreme right now in that they are threatening away anyone who comes into the areas that they've evacuated around the walls. Although this seems to be more of a heavy-handed means by which to their inquisitors. They're going to default to intimidate before they diplomatize people to keep people away from what's going to be a more dangerous areas and seemingly attempting to keep looters away from the abandoned houses closest to the walls. This has bred some resentment, but a lot of people, they trust in Phrasma. They're going to trust in the church. You begin to think things might be going well. Uh Uh-oh. The sun sets. Things are going to be real bad. I imagine all of you begin to decide uh, whether or not you're going to head back to the Temple of Phrasma. You still need to make mention about this run-in that you had with those psychopomps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, return back to the Temple of Bast, figure out what you're going to do. And that's when it happens. Uh-oh. On your issue, the only one to note, as a pulse of energy rolls out of the necropolis in a wave 
staggering through you as you stumble to the side, feeling the soul gut wrenching sensation. Mm. Not to the extreme you did previous. Not to that sheer built up pent up power, but still enough to send you staggered and reeling. Oh no, not again. As the energy rolls through, I imagine all of you I imagine you all stop to help on Eurus, who's just yeah. staggering and keep him up on his feet. No one else, like, you can't physically see it. Mm-hmm. Um, all of you feel a tingle. It's almost more just that spine-chilling, the hair raises up on your arms, and Sudi poofs to double size. But <laughs> <laughs> just this line up his back, and his oh, tail oh. turns into this giant brush. Sigura poofs. Uh, or not Sigura, Ezra poofs. Ezra, well, she just kind of hunkers down and growls, turning her gaze in the direction of the City of the Dead. Even on her, it overhead lets out a shriek. And distantly, you would hear the sound of camels in their pens and the barking of dogs. You help on yours, kind of balance them. And then distantly, you hear a sound. This loud horn blowing from the direction of the city gates. Not the gates into the living city, but the gates into the city of the dead. We better run. The horn of the voices of the spire. As whatever this energy is, you can only imagine how much more difficult it was inside of the City of the Dead. And can't help but wonder about all of the creatures you put down to this point. And how many of them are standing up again. Hmm. You better run. And as you tear through the city streets, we will pick it up here next time. Oh. Thank you for joining us, Pathfinders. This mask is dumb. Oh. We are going to have to pay so much on it. <laughs>